the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The public will have a chance to pay respects to the late former President George H.W. Bush, whose body will lie in state in the Capitol Rotunda for a public viewing from Monday until Wednesday morning. Mr. Bush will then be honored with a state funeral in the nation's capital Wednesday, followed by burial Thursday on the grounds of his presidential library in Texas. General Colin Powell, who served as chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff under George H.W. Bush, says that the former president was a great American. A life of honor, a life of honesty, a life of total concern for the American people. Everything he thought of, everything he did in public life was always directed to helping the American people. He was a patriot. He demonstrated that in war. He demonstrated that in peace. That audio is courtesy of ABC's This Week. More details at srnnews.com. Eric Metaxas can't explain what's coming from the mainstream media. If it were a private directive to Sessions, maybe you have something to talk about. But this is a public tweet to millions of people to read. And they are actually talking about it seriously as though it might constitute obstruction of justice. This is above the fold in the headline. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnight at 3 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Hey, from here on to the end of the year, you'll hear the soundtrack for the new season on our sister station, thefishtwincities.com. Tune into the holiday classics plus brand new Christmas songs from today's top Christian artists. Christmas music on the Fish Twin Cities brought to you by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Go ahead and download the fishtwincities.com mobile app on your phone store today. AccuWeather forecast got a high of 28 with a low of 17. Kind of partially cloudy throughout the day. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hey, I'm Club Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you haven't done so already, feel free to like us on Facebook. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a like and uh, follow along for all the posts that we put together. Mitch and I, uh, we keep that uh, page updated pretty good and kind of give you a preview of what we're going to be talking about in the broadcast. Uh, I just realized I didn't even do a uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, I didn't even do a write-up a post on my uh, on the NARN page today. Did the obligatory uh, pre-show NARN video, and all our videos are posted at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page if you'd like to check those out as well. And as always, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. Uh, you know, if you listen to the show for any length of time, you know that I'm a, a big-time sports fan. Always interested in sports and and definitely interested in areas where sports and politics or sports and culture uh, intersect. And uh, the NFL certainly has had its share of public relations blunders uh, over the past few years, particularly since Roger Goodell took over in in 2006. And uh, obviously the uh, National Anthem protest, you know, where the players kneel during the National Anthem certainly has been something that has dogged the NFL. Uh, There are a lot of fans who aren't appreciative of it. There's uh, certainly President Trump's been very outspoken against it. Uh, But the one thing that the NFL has not acquitted itself very well in is the area of uh, domestic violence. 
And this comes from an ESPN story from this uh, past Friday. You probably heard about this. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs have released star running back Kareem Hunt, a decision that came after video surfaced earlier Friday that showed him shoving a woman earlier this year. The team announced the move Friday night just after the NFL had announced that Hunt had been placed on the commissioner's exempt list. Now, what the commissioner's exempt list is, uh, is something that obviously the commissioner has complete purview over. The player uh, continues to be paid but cannot participate with the team in any activities, can't be at practice, can't even be at the team facility, but can, can, will continue to uh, to be paid. And it, and it's only at the, and only the commissioner can decide once a player comes off that exempt list. Uh, here is what the uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, st- said in a statement. Uh, Earlier this year, we were made aware of an incident involving running back Kareem Hunt. At the time, the National Football League and law enforcement initiated investigations into the issue. As part of our internal discussions with Kareem, several members of our management team spoke directly to him. Kareem was not truthful in those discussions. The video released today confirms that fact. We are releasing Kareem immediately. So for those of you who didn't see the video, it's um, it's it's pretty jarring, to say the least, uh, where this apparently took place in the lobby of his apartment building where he lives. Yeah, I guess he uh, uh, lived in uh, Cleveland. Uh, he went to college in, in uh, uh, at Toledo, and so I believe you know that's probably why he is, uh, is located in the Cleveland area. And he may have been a, uh, a native of the Cleveland area. Not 100% sure, it doesn't matter. But the point is he was living in Cleveland. And for some reason... There was a uh, uh, a woman who didn't who wasn't a resident there in the hallway, and I've seen interviews with Kareem Hunt. He did give an interview to ESPN this morning. Wanted to come out and give his side of the story. He didn't really say anything that we didn't already know. In fact, he was kind of evasive. It's when some of the questions were posed to him. You know what was said to you that caused you to react this way, and he just said, "Look, what it, what what she said didn't matter. I should never hit a woman. That was wrong." And you know, kudos to him for acknowledging that fact, but it's at the same time, it's kind of hard to deny it. But apparently what had happened is this woman was yelling some sort of racial slurs, racist comments toward him, Kareem Hunt, of course, being a black man. And this caused him to react in this manner. Now, let's 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 just get this out front. I absolutely positively don't condone anybody spewing racist statements toward anybody. That regardless of what color you are, regardless of, of what uh, ethnic background you are, okay, full stop. Don't I don't condone that. But the letter of the law says that you cannot physically assault somebody if they use words that, let's face it, get you uh, torqued up or so uncontrollably angry. No. And Kareem Hunt obviously went after this woman, and the video shows he shoved her, pushed her down, and then while she was down on the ground, he, uh, he ended up kicking her. And the thing is, this video wasn't released to the public until Friday. That's when, that's when it was released to the public at large. Now, this had been known since, obviously, February. Cleveland police responded to this. They did an investigation. They had video, because, again, this is surveillance video in the apartment building, you know, in the hallway. They had video of this. And for whatever reason, chose not to press charges. Now, again, I'm no legal beagle, and if you and if you can give me this distinction, feel free to at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. But if the victim chooses not to press charges, which obviously this woman did not, just by what the police see on that video, can they go ahead and file some sort of charges, or does the the victim actually have to? initiate that i honestly i don't know because it seems pretty clear if you're punching and kicking somebody all right you're committing physical assault which is a crime right assault and battery but again i don't know so the point is is that the police talked to cream hunt the police talked uh talked to the woman and for whatever reason no charges were filed basically the case was dropped well, Kareem Hunt still had to deal with his team. The, the Chiefs were made aware of this. And 
they were working with the NFL. The NFL was doing their own investigation. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that I, I just absolutely floors me, and I heard Adam Schefter talk about this on ESPN this morning. Uh, the NFL, in doing their investigation, who do you think who do you think would be the first person they'd talk to regarding this when they're doing their this investigation? Whose side of the, of the story do you think they would want to get first? The player, right? The guy who actually plays football, the NFL for the Chiefs, Green Hunt. The NFL never talked to him. I, I, I'm just floored by that. The NFL never talked to Kareem Hunt regarding his role in this incident. Never talked to him. I, I don't have. I, I'm literally without. I'm speechless. Literally without speech. When I heard that, how do you not at least get his statement on the record? That's absurd. Now, the Chiefs talked to him. I mean, they they obviously acknowledged that. They said, yeah, he wasn't forthright with us. He lied to us. And Kareem Hunt, you know, was asked about that. Uh, Lisa Salters with ESPN asked him about that. And he says, yeah, Chiefs were right. I wasn't forthright. I, I didn't tell the truth. And that was that. But how does the NFL completely bungle this again? You know, a lot of people are bringing – and I brought this up at a blog post at bradcarlson.org. I mean, I, I literally within minutes – of the news breaking that Kareem Hunt was released. Cause I had heard the story was on the commissioner's exempt list, but he was still under the chief's uh, employ. Um, and the chief still had to pay him. <clears throat> he was basically still on the roster, but on the exempt list, but then they ended up just cutting him. And again, he's in the second year of his rookie contract. So he's only making less than you know, he's made. He's making about $575,000, which for salary cap implications is nothing. So they could have still been paying him and maybe, seeing how he could have responded to these charges and any, uh, say, I don't know, any rehab, anger management classes. If there was a legal sentence that was handed down, perhaps the Chiefs would have wanted to wait that out, say, you know, maybe he would have been given a suspended sentence, had to fulfill community service, and then the Chiefs maybe would have welcomed him back. Who's to say? But once again, this is an example of lying about or covering up of a crime actually results in more harsh penalties and severe consequences than the crime itself. And, well, you know, I may come back to that. But I, I alluded to the Ray Rice situation. Ray Rice, you remember, was a Baltimore Ravens running back who four years ago, there was a four or five years ago, there was uh, video evidence of him dragging his unconscious fiance out of an elevator. And after investigation, Ray Rice, along with his fiance, admitted, yeah, we had a, uh, we had a little scuffle in the elevator. And Ray Rice's fiance came to his defense and basically begged Commissioner Goodell in a meeting with the couple saying, look, I don't want him to be suspended. We've worked things out. We're good. You know, don't suspend him. And it turns out they ended up at, at the time, the NFL had a pretty feeble domestic violence policy. Basically, it was any charges along those lines. It was a two-game suspension. So Ray Rice was in the midst of serving a two-game suspension in early 2014 when video of inside the elevator was released, and it showed Ray Rice literally hitting his fiance in the face. And Ray Rice, a big, you know, stocky guy, lifted her, and it basically lifted her up off the ground, and she ended up being knocked unconscious. And when that was seen, it was so shocking that the NFL, that the Ravens reacted immediately and said, wow, yeah, he's out of here, done, released. We don't, we don't want anything more to do with him. Now, the Ravens, you could argue, not taking such a bold stance because Ray Rice was coming up on his – he had been in the league for six years at that point. And his first five years, he was a very good player. But year six, he had regressed. His numbers had regressed. And so the Ravens, it's not really a bold stance because you're getting rid of a guy who was supremely talented but clearly looked to be on the downside. Whereas Kareem Hunt, last year as a rookie, was the NFL's leading rusher and was on pace this season to have more than 1,800 yards from scrimmage. But this was so bad that the Chiefs, once they realized that Hunt wasn't forthright, they at least took a stand. Now, it's you know what's sad? Is that this is looked at as a bold stance, when it shouldn't be. I mean, what he did is unacceptable. And, I, I you know, again, I don't care what this, what this woman said to him. And there were a lot of people on Twitter that there was one guy, I forget who it was, basically dismissing it. Well, beating her, brutalizing her? No, it wasn't that bad. But she was shouting these racial slurs at him, you know, almost implying that she had it coming. 
And this is why you wonder why more women don't come forward when they're they're victims of this stuff. You 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 wonder why. Because look look how I mean this woman who isn't even named and has declined to uh I mean the NFL made attempts to reach out to her as well. She declined to talk to them. Um I don't know if she didn't cooperate with Cleveland police or whatever, but uh, apparently there's been talk. They were trying to get corroborating statements from all the witnesses and weren't able to do so. Not from all of them anyways. So this stigma that's, and again, for her yelling the, the racial slurs, like it's alleged she has done, can't excuse that. So part of her is probably saying, you know what? If, if, uh, if my name gets out there, then I'm going to be tarred forever as a racist even though what Kareem Hunt did to her was unacceptable and a lot and most sane people are acknowledging that what Kareem Hunt did was unacceptable. But then it's going to come back to this woman. It's like, well, wait a minute, what are you doing yelling that kind of stuff in the first place? You know, so you can kind of see how this just kind of is all is, is just such a big mess. But um, once again, the NFL completely uh, bungled this particular situation um, by not even talking to Kareem Hunt. And in fact, Robert Mueller, that name sound familiar? Yeah, it should. He's in the news every day, running obviously the the, the Russia probe uh, uh, regarding how Russia interfered in our elections two years ago. He did an, his own independent investigation of the NFL in 2014, trying to determine where they fell short and what could be better to tighten up these investigations, because obviously there was a lot of things lacking from the NFL. He made some recommendations. All right. You wouldn't think he'd have to point out the obvious, yeah, you know the uh, NFL player that is accused of a crime? I want to talk to him. I don't think Robert Mueller pointed that out because that's pretty obvious, but apparently not so much. So a lot of work to do on that, and that is for sure. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show here every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it, trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free, no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. Do you hear that? That's the sound of conservatives winning the war on issues like gun rights, religious liberty, immigration law, and the sanctity of life. We use our phones every single day, so why not use them to make change? Patriot Mobile does just that. They exist to donate a portion of your monthly bill to 17 conservative organizations fighting for your beliefs. And for the entire month of November, you can buy one line and get another line free for 12 months. Look, I just got a second phone from my studio, a journalist-only phone from Patriot Mobile. It makes everything easier, and I know when I pay the bill, a portion of that money is going to the Heritage Foundation and 16 other great conservative causes. I believe in Patriot Mobile. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. You can keep your number, get the same super reliable nationwide service, and feel good about funding the right agendas with every call you make. With unlimited plans starting as low as $20 per month, why wait? Visit them online at patriotmobile.com forward slash you or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-272-8746. Patriot Mobile. Come join the family. It's a crisp fall morning. Time for your daily pumpkin soy latte. As you wait for your coffee, you get a buzz. No, it's not your boss wanting extra whipped cream, but your ADT video doorbell. It's a package. Your new latte machine. No more $5 PSLs. Barista service. Brought to you by ADT. Designing and installing a smart home just for you. Backed by best-in-class 24-7 protection. Learn more at ADT.com. ADT. Real protection. 
License information available at ADT.com. Osterhoos Bookstore is your go-to place for Bibles and all the tools to help you study. Looking for something out of the ordinary? Osterhoos will special order it for you, catering to all things religious. Osterhoos Book and Printing, north of downtown Robbinsdale. Online at osterhoospub.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty the Patriots. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson, closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can check out my friend King Banyan on our sister station, AM fourteen forty, The Businessman. It's the King Banyan Show Saturdays, nine to eleven a.m. And definitely tune in next Saturday, folks, because it's Job Saturday on the King Bandit Show. You're not going to want to miss that. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, in these very airways, AM 1280, The Patriot. Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. I am the closer, closing out weekends. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions. Just got to check the uh, Twitter hashtag. Okay. No new tweets. So, and uh, also like our like us on Facebook. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and like our Facebook page, and uh, you'll keep updated on everything that is the Narn Show. And we appreciate, uh, again, your support. Uh, it's In March, we'll be celebrating 15 years, and Mitch has been threatening to have a 10-year anniversary party on the 15th anniversary. So uh, he's been a little behind <laughs> at planning these parties, but that's all good. Uh, with, with everything Mitch has done for this uh, for the Northern Alliance, uh, he's been here since day one, he and King, although King did take a little hiatus when he was campaigning for Minnesota House back in 2010 and 2012. Uh, but he's been here pretty much since day one as well. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely look forward to uh, to getting something on the books real soon here. So stay tuned, as they say. Uh, something I've been talking about on my blog and and on this and on my show for quite some time is how uh, leftists, far leftists. I mean, you know, Dennis Prager draws the distinction. There's a difference between liberals and and leftists. Okay, and leftist leftism is more of politics is the be all end all. Liberals will look at politics as kind of a, a conduit. Maybe to make you know social change, what have you, but it's not a be all end all. Leftists, however, that is basically their worldview. That's that's their religion, so to speak. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit because I've been I've been hammering on this quite quite a while myself because 2016 broke a lot of people. It, it did with with the Trump election. And again, I've I've said it a hundred times in the show. I was not a, a supporter of Trump during 2016 either. Sure as heck wasn't a supporter of Hillary Clinton. Don't get me wrong, but was not a supporter of Trump. But you know, when he was elected, it's like, you know, okay, um, you know, I as as a as a someone who considers himself a Christian and a patriot, I'll pray for President Trump like I prayed for President Obama and prayed for President Bush. You know, as it is, I feel as that's my duty as a Christian patriot to do so. But I don't put all my hope in who is our democratically elected leader whether it's president or a member of Congress or state reps, state Senate, whatever, quite simply because that doesn't determine my happiness. That doesn't determine hope I have for this world is, is who's in, who's in political office. My source of happiness comes from a complete different source. And again, that's another topic for another day, but it does kind of fit in here a little bit because with leftism, it's a lot of it is a, a secular movement where they believe that the philosophy of leftism is in and of itself a religion. That's why when their elected official doesn't win or doesn't assume power, they react the way they do. And I've I've never understood that because even if your preferred elected official, the one you support, gets elected, at the end of the day, they're like all of us. They're fallible human beings. They aren't going to fulfill your every need, your every desire, whatever that may be. And that and that and that's the key distinction. Whereas whereas liberals, they can still have a worldview of you know a, a certain faith. You know, and, and it's the same within like, say, the Republican Party. I mean, you know, Republican Party, we can disagree on views regarding immigration, gun rights, what have you, but at the end of the day, you know, 
there are many who have a different worldview, different faith worldview. And this is something that I what triggered me to talk about is Ali Stuckey. And if you're not following Ali Stuckey on social media, you really started a very, very bright young lady, only 26 years old. Uh, she calls herself the conservative millennial. So if you do a search by that, you may be able to find her. But Allie, A-L-L-I-E, Allie Stuckey, S-T-U-C-K-E-Y. Uh, she wrote a terrific piece at uh, townhall.com this past week, and I want to read a couple of excerpts uh, of it. Uh, While leftism may not require personal personal responsibility, generosity, or morality, it does demand everything of its devotees. It aims to conform the mind, the heart, and soul fully to its agenda. There is no room in leftism for disagreement on abortion, gender, sexuality, immigration, race, or economics. And let me just jump in there real quick. This kind of reminds me of uh, Howard Dean. He was a former chair of the Democratic National Committee back, I believe, in the mid-2000s. He was seriously considering not contributing to the DNC if the DNC's platform uh, didn't include staunch pro-choice language. In other words, if the DNC supported Democrat candidates who were pro-life, Howard Dean didn't want anything to do with them. I mean, this is how far left some people are trying to take the party. I mean, you know, it's a lot of, you know, the Democrats are good. Leftists are good at concern trolling for the Repub- with the Republicans. Well, if Ronald Reagan were alive today, he couldn't be nominated as a presidential candidate in the Republican Party because they're so extreme. And it's classic projection because now there is no room for, or there's very little room for centrist Democrats. There's very little room for pro-life Democrats. You know, Bernie Sanders uh, went and campaigned for a mayoral candidate. I believe it was somewhere in Nebraska. I can't remember if it was Omaha, Nebraska. Don't remember. But it was a Democrat mayoral candidate who happened to be pro-life. And Bernie Sanders was campaigning on behalf of this Democrat. And, you know, I don't agree much with Bernie, but Bernie took a very pragmatic stance. He's like, look, this is Democrat. We're Democrats. Do we not want to win elections? This guy, you know, when, when Bernie Sanders is the voice of reason in this particular situation, y- you know you're going too far left. So anyways, continuing with Allie's column, all thoughts must be centered on some vague notion of social justice. There is no tolerance for defection. That's a problem for religious people who are bound to a higher calling than that of any political ideology and whose values are often incongruent with the controlling ethics of leftism. Many religious people are against abortion. Many religious people are for traditional marriage. Many religious people fear that too much government will mean less religious liberty. So these, so these religious people have a choice to make. Allow their spiritual principles to submit to leftism or allow their politics to be guided by their spiritual principles, which undoubtedly disqualifies them from being a quote-unquote good leftist. Christianity in particular is incongruent with this brand of leftism. Jesus asked his disciples to deny themselves, take up their crosses, and follow him. This is from Luke 9.23. So does leftism. Jesus asked Christians for Christians' whole hearts. So does leftism. No person can serve two masters, according to Matthew 6.24. Those who identify as Christians and as leftists have either not yet discovered the complete sacrifice that will eventually be asked of them by leftism, or they've already abandoned their religious views in favor of their political ideology. See, the and she's exactly right. And this is something that, uh, you know, there has a tendency to be some kind of taunting on social media a little bit after an election. If a certain party does better than the others, you know, that, they're, well, you know, you, you uh, Republicans were drummed out of the House and look at all these governorships that the Democrats picked up. It's a new world order. You know, it seems like every two years, one party or the other is chortling how it's a new world order. In 2016, when the Republicans had complete control of Congress and won the presidency and here in Minnesota took over both uh, chambers at the Capitol. I mean, we already had the House, but increased our majority in the Minnesota House and took over majority in the Minnesota Senate. It never occurred to me to gloat. Never occurred to me. Because, you know, things change every couple of years, it seems like. And secondly, it's not a be-all, end-all. You know, you want to work with your political officials, obviously, because they have certain responsibilities within our society. But there's a difference between working with these political officials 
at basically laying everything down and pinning all your hopes on them, and it's somebody else's problem. And you put no time invested or no or money invested. It's just like, hey, you go take care of it. You fix it. I don't want to give another human being that much power. So I guess that's why leftism is not for me. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. You can give a truly unique gift and save half off the regular price with a hot air balloon ride at treetop level across the St. Croix River Valley. The memory becomes sweeter knowing you paid half the regular price through this special radio offer. Flow quietly along between the lush green earth below and wide open expanse of the blue sky above. Call today, 651-405-8800 to purchase a private ride for two from Stillwater Balloons at half off the regular price. Limited number available. Call us at 651-405-8800. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life Across America Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, Who do you call when you have home roof issues? Hey, this is Iron Man Mike of Meat Masters Radio. Aggressive squirrels chewed their way through the roof of my home and into the interior. You heard that right. Squirrels ate my roof. So I called the pros of Kingdom Builders, and they responded promptly. Kingdom Builders solved my problem economically and quickly. Your roof protects your largest investments, home and family. Visit thekingdombuilders.net. Their motto is really true. We're not salespeople, just great roofers. It's cheese! Welcome back, Cam 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, folks, we'd like to, uh, or honored to welcome our next guest, uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, who's a national security strategist and one of America's most trusted authorities on national security strategy and counterterrorism and is a former deputy assistant uh, to President Donald Trump for strategy. Uh, he is also an accomplished author. His previous book, released in 2016, entitled Defendi- Defeating Jihad, The Winnable War. And we're having him on to promote his latest book, entitled Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies. And as always, it is an honor to welcome to these various Salem Media Group affiliates, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Uh, Dr. Gorka, welcome to the broadcast, sir. How are you today? Very well. Thank you for having me. Uh, grateful to have you on uh, the broadcast, sir. Uh, I guess let's uh, get right into this uh, latest book. As I said, the uh, title, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies. 
And, of course, an addendum on the end with no apologies, uh, a not-so-thinly-veiled shot at the previous White House occupant, Barack Obama, uh, Dr. Gorka, I would take it. Uh, well spotted, well spotted, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I thank Patricia Margie Ross at uh, Regnery for coming up with that subtitle. Yes, Why We Fight is about the enemies we face, how President Trump is defeating them. Uh, but the subtitle is a, uh, a definite dig at the last commander in chief, uh, because we, we, we're not, we're not doing apology tours. We are proud of our Judeo Christian heritage. We stand up for American values and we're not going around the world saying America is the problem. So absolutely everything changed on January the 20th, 2017. So in your opinion, Dr. Gorka, obviously the uh, the fight against ISIS has continued. There have been some various, uh, you know, quote-unquote, lone wolf attacks that have taken place over the past couple of years. How do you feel that uh, President Trump has approached this differently than his uh, predecessor, Dr. Gorka? Well, we were told, remember first, that ISIS was a JV team by President Obama. Then he realized how serious the threat was. And he lectured us. He said that ISIS is a generational threat. Mm. We're just going to have to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Donald Trump managed to you know, fold time and space because he turned generations into a couple of months. He came into office and uh, we unleashed our military. We trust our military. And in the space of just four months, ISIS was shattered. Thanks to Steve Bannon, uh, who came up with the phrase, we decided to prioritize targeting of the physical caliphate, that new theocratic area that spanned parts of Syria, Iraq, and beyond. And uh, we just shattered ISIS because we said, you know, this is a totalitarian organization. The idea that America can't deal with, with an organization that is beheading American citizens and is running slave markets in today's world is, is anathema to what the Trump administration stands for. So as, we, as I write in Why We Fight, uh, we, we did what America can, only America can do, and we took the fight to the enemy. Obviously, Dr. Gorka, we just are three weeks removed from the most recent uh, midterm elections, and uh, uh, Republicans held on to the Senate, in fact, increased their majority in the Senate, but unfortunately uh, took a substantial beating in the House, uh, I think as of this, uh, as of this date, a flip of 40 seats. How do you see that affecting the Trump's uh, national security strategy, national security policy, and, and foreign policy uh, going forward now? I, I look, conservatives were worried when, when the results uh, were called for Democrats. I, I gave my, my take is a very simple one. There was no blue wave. Uh, President Obama lost more than 60 seats in his midterm. Secondly, as you said, we actually picked up seats in the Senate, which mm-hmm. is the more powerful of the chambers. Right. Yes, the House has appropriations and oversight, but the really big, important cultural things, such as federal judges, political appointees, and the Supreme Court justices, that's in the purview of the Senate. We're more powerful. And most important of all, the president remains Donald J. Trump. So, you know, the, the commander-in-chief isn't the Speaker of the House. The commander-in-chief is the President of the United States. So, you know, there will be politically driven attempts to undermine this president, investigations, a slow rolling certain things uh, in the House. But at the end of the day, the president uh, takes his responsibility to protect Americans very, very seriously. So his agenda will continue. Obviously, one of the uh, concerns uh, many folks have, and it's, it seems to be the never-ending invest- investigation, the Mueller probe into uh, Russia's interference in our 2016 elections is uh, the concern people had when uh, uh, President Trump appeared with uh, Russian leader Putin earlier this year. Basically, uh, it almost seemed like to the to the naked eye, kind of shrugging off, and said, "Well, President Putin said he uh, w- didn't uh, have anything to to do with our elections a couple of years ago." I believe him, but yet the Trump administration, subsequently, Doctor Gorka has taken a very tough stance against Russia. Uh, why isn't President Trump's rhetoric matching the stance we've taken against Russia? Because you could argue. He's been, in fact, it's empirical. He's taken a much tougher stance against Russia than his predecessor has. Oh, he has. Let's just look at what happened during President Obama's time. He, he sent Hillary Clinton with that cheesy plastic reset <laughs> button to meet her, her, her counterpart oh, uh, yes. in the Kremlin. And then Russia invades her neighbor annexes Crimea. And what does Obama do? This is not a joke. Your listeners can look this up right now. We shipped 
blankets, blankets to Kiev to help them. This administration has shipped anti-tank missiles to the Ukrainians. Not only that, when we saw Russia meddling in Syria egregiously mm-hmm. by deploying, deploying special forces, masters, so-called quote-unquote contractors, what did we do? We took the fight to them as well. We have killed more than 200 Russian mercenaries in Syria. So if there's any administration that has been tough on the former KGB colonel Vladimir Putin, it's this one, not Obama's. When it comes to the rhetoric, look, let's be realistic. What does the left expect the president to do at a public diplomatic function with the head of a nuclear nation that's a member of the UN Security Council? punch his lights out at the reception. This is the same left that was cozy with Moscow for 70 years. Let's go back to, you know, William Durant at the New York Times who said, gulags, what gulags? Let's go back to Ted, again, something your listeners can check. Ted Kennedy, Mm -hmm. really colluding with President Brezhnev of the Soviet Union to undermine Ronald Reagan during a national presidential election. So, yeah, the the, the days of the left preaching to me or the right about Moscow, uh, that's that's rich. Once again, we are joined by uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka talking about his latest book entitled Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies. Uh, Dr. Gorka, obviously we've heard within the past, I believe it was the past week or two, some more Uh, American casualties taking place in Afghanistan. This war obviously has been going on for the better part of 16, uh, 17 years. And you talk, you maybe address a little bit about in the book about how Americans, I don't know if it's losing the will to win, but definitely uh, fatigue at this uh, particular war. What's what strategy, if any, is there going forward in Afghanistan? Because like I say, we're going on two decades now there, uh, Dr. Gorka. Yeah, and, and the president really understands that, that we have that there are no sacred cows, and if there are uh, things that we have done uh, incorrectly or without the requisite results, then we're not going to keep doing them the same way. Um, I, I would say the same thing about Afghanistan. There's one reason we deployed in October of 2001, and that is the only reason today that Afghanistan is of relevance to us. Uh, nobody must be allowed to use the territory of that nation to launch ma- launch mass casualty attacks against U.S. citizens here in the United States. That can be done with a very small footprint, mostly uh, special forces and drone activity. And I think the president likewise uh, is uh, interested in downsizing our commitment in Afghanistan. And so that's what I'd, those are the kinds of signals I'd love to see coming out of the White House in the next uh, year or so. So that, so you say that's, that's kind of the, you, I guess that was my next question, the timeline you anticipate the next year or so, is that, is that correct? Yeah, I think if you listen to the president's public pronouncements, uh, I can tell you that behind closed doors, he uh, he was uh, you know, likewise frustrated with the people who wanted to uh, increase our engagement in, in South Asia. So, yes, I think we will see some decisive uh, action taken by the president in the next uh, year, which will see less emphasis on a large-scale presence in Afghanistan and more uh, upon the use of our special forces and intelligence capacities to stop groups like al-Qaeda or ISIS exploiting that region. Uh, I'll end with this. Uh, You address the idea that uh, modern war uh, is unconventional, which leaves rooms for nations to explore a realm of different ways to attack. Uh, So I guess what other methods do you believe nations such as uh, China and Russia and Iran will try will use to, to try to undermine the United States, Dr. Gorka? Well, it's all in there in why we fight. They're, they're doing it right now. The, the means are technically labeled unconventional warfare, regular warfare, whether it's uh, China building the fake atolls in the South China Sea to, uh, to create military bases with which to intimidate their neighbors and uh, limit the free passage of uh, naval craft through the area, whether it's Russia's use of propaganda influence operations uh, to undermine Western democracies, likewise North Korea, or whether it's, uh, it, whether it's China uh, stealing intellectual property worth billions of dollars mm. every day from U.S. corporations. So mm-hmm. th- these are the things that aren't hypothetical, they're occurring now. But the good news is we finally have a president who understands the magnitude of the threat 
and is dealing with it. But we have to understand that to quote apocryphally uh, uh, Trotsky, you may not be interested in war, but war is interested in you. Very well said, sir. Again, the name of the book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies. Again, this book penned by Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Uh, Dr. Gorka, I assume that this book is available by uh, where most uh, books can be sold, uh, various bookstores as well as uh, Amazon. Is that correct? Yeah, you can go to Barnes & Noble, you can go to Amazon.com, and also uh, the audio book read by myself is available at Audible, iTunes, uh, everywhere where you can get uh, good books. Dr. Gorka, appreciate your time today, sir. Thank you very much, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. God bless you and the listeners. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. This is Michael Medved here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The cost of many Medicare plans are decreasing this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans, plans that can eliminate your out-of-pocket costs, plans with $0 premiums, and even plans that pay you back. What is it people need to keep in mind? With so many new options, it can be confusing. You can get objective help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more. With lower copays, more choices like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Don't miss out on savings you deserve. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. Find out if you can get a Medicare plan that pays you back. Call 800-735-8803. That's 800-735-8803. 800-735-8803. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Want to maintain your mental sharpness as you age? Learn to dance. According to the New England Journal of Medicine, dancing is better for your brain than other recreational activities. Now you can learn to dance as a couple with this exclusive half-price offer from the Patriot and American Classic Ballroom. Get 20 lessons for just $8.50. That's half price. American Classic Ballroom has developed the most effective method to teach you any dance style. 20 dance lessons for just $8.50 from the Patriot and American Classic Ballroom. 651-405-8800. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. When a little while from now one final segment on the broadcast. And uh, we appreciate, by the way, we appreciate our guests, Matt Makoviak and uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, for coming on the uh, on the show today. Some heavy hitters, I'll tell you. Some uh, national, uh, those who are in the know when it comes to national uh, politics, foreign affairs, whatever else. So uh, we definitely uh, appreciate the time. Uh, I want to weigh in on a controversy that took place uh, at Twitter this past week. Where there was a lot of uproar. I believe it was a it was last Sunday evening at this time. So obviously this story came out I think just as I was going off the air or um uh actually no, I take that back. I was on the air last Saturday. So <laughs> this this took place this took place on Sunday, so I didn't have a chance to talk about it obviously on Saturday. Uh 
Uh, but uh, thefederalist.com talked about a story where Twitter had banned a conservative combat veteran and uh, Federalist contributor for no reason. Uh, this is from a, uh, again, a Federalist story from Madeline Osborne. Federalist contributor Jesse Kelly was permanently suspended from Twitter on Sunday for repeat violations of the Twitter rules, according to a message from Twitter support. Kelly is a combat veteran Marine, conservative radio host, and former Republican candidate for U.S. Congress. Twitter did not explain what rules Kelly violated or if there was a specific tweet in question. Now, typically, when Twitter suspends someone for maybe 10 days or so, they give you a link to the, to the offending tweet. And what Twitter has done recently is they, is they have really cracked down on dissenters from the transgender uh I don't want to. Is epidemic the right word? Transgender, transgender agenda. I don't know. Whatever. But the transgender situation, where basically, if someone calls a trans woman a man, that's rules for suspension. And it seems to me that Twitter is kind of setting itself up as just one giant safe space. Now, you know to. Uh, spoiler alert, Jesse Kelly eventually had his account reinstated. Uh, I don't know if it was because of the backlash or whatnot, but there were a lot of people writing about this. There was a lot of outrage expressed on Twitter. And uh, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey has said he started this platform, I guess, 12 years ago now. It's kind of a platform to have a free exchange of ideas. And... um. In some areas, it may do that, but Twitter has just gained this notorious reputation for just being a very toxic environment. And I got to be honest with you, if I didn't have a weekly radio show, I probably wouldn't be on it nearly as much as I am because it just, there's just so much junk on there that it just, I, I, you know, I would let it adversely affect my mood if I'm not careful. So particularly during the 2016 election, there was times where it's just like, I had to take a break from it. It's like, you know what? I'm going to go to my favorite websites and see if there are any worthwhile stories of pining on instead of scrolling through Twitter to try to find them. Because inevitably, as you're scrolling through Twitter, you just see some of this awful stuff being posted. And I just don't want to be part of it. So anyways, uh, Jack Dorsey testified before Congress uh, recently and flat out said, he said, no, we do not take into consideration. Well, here's this quote. This is from September 2018. Uh, this is from Jack Dorsey, Twitter CEO. I want to start by making something very clear. We don't consider political viewpoints, perspectives, or party affiliation in any of our policies or enforcement decisions, period. Our policies and our algorithms don't take into consideration any affiliation, philosophy, or viewpoint. Okay, this is what he was claiming in the uh, in his house testimony, and Twitter even has a hateful conduct policy that indicates what what is unacceptable. But like I said, they have really cracked down on people who are refusing to accept trans uh, trans women as women, because basically, if you still have all of the male you know, stuff <laughs> and chromosomes and whatever else. Sorry. Some people don't accept that as, as being a woman. And for some reason, Twitter is really hammering, hammering away at that stuff, at that dissension. And the only question I have is, do they think that discussion is going to go away because you suspend people off that platform? I mean, the idea is, Twitter's idea was they want an open and free exchange of ideas. And I, I don't doubt that their motives were pure when it was first started 10, 12 years ago, whenever it specifically was. I believe it was 06 when it was first started, 2006. So it'll be 12 years ago. I don't doubt one iota that that was their purpose. That was their goal, to have an open, free exchange of ideas. But some people have said when it became clear that conservatives were starting to use the medium to their advantage and to actually make a dent in the political discourse and maybe swing people to their side of the ideological spectrum, that's where things got a little uneasy. And I can understand if you want to ban people with who are using repeated harassment and slurs and dehumanizing conduct 
Because at the end of the day, if Twitter deems itself a private corporation, just come out and say, look, we're a private corporation that's far more progressive. There's going to be some things conservatives we disagree with. And ultimately, you know, we may decide to discard conservative accounts. If you just say that up front, I'm good. Because I'm all about free association. Now, that's not going to advance any productive discourse if you ban, predominantly ban one side of the argument, which Jack Dorsey is denying what happened. But it's hard to argue that, especially when Louis Farrakhan, his tweet is still up there where he compares Jews to termites. That's still there. And yet that account is still a lot. That account's still there. They, they, Twitter thought they were taking this bold stance by removing Louis Farrakhan's blue check mark because a blue check mark is verifying the account. Say, so, yeah, that's really Louis Farrakhan's account. They thought they were really showing him something when they removed that. Like that's supposed to be some sort of properly meted out punishment. And again, if you're a private corporation, you met out any punishment you see fit. <clears throat> but what somebody clarified with me this past week is that if you are a if you consider yourself a publisher and you are actively uh, censoring content that is flies in the face of your own personal viewpoint, well, then there's a problem. Because I was wondering, why is the Twitter CEO testifying before Congress? I mean, you know, should Congress really be meddling in the way the company a company runs its operation? You know, again, because I'm all I'm all good with if a company comes forward and says, you know what, we're we're a more progressive company, we're not wild about conservative thought. I'd rather I'd rather hear it up front, but I don't know. But uh, uh, apparently, there's talk with uh, Jack Dorsey in his testimony that he doesn't take into account political affiliation and how that is proven to be not really the case. That people are saying, well, he perjured himself, and it's like, eh. Even if they could really build a case for him lying before Congress, this almost seems a little more subjective. I don't know. I, I'm not all that comfortable with the congressional aspect of this, but we'll, we'll continue to follow the story, that's for sure. And the, at the end of the day, Jesse Kelly had his account reinstated, so that's the good news in this whole thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I've enjoyed it. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network, Skull Vikings. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Go home, but you can't stay here. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it, trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free, no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for a rewards card you can't seem to find. At AM 1280 The Patriot, we've simplified the process. All the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Freedom Fan Club. 
where you'll get early access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. AM 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis fueled by Lucky Station Three-star general Michael J Flynn head of the Pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets He was one of the most respected generals in the military Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors This set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.